His mum used to ring the headmaster and tell him to make Jamie wear the sign all day. If Jamie had done a number of things wrong, he had to wear multiple signs. After school, mum would instruct me and my brother to go out and play by ourselves so that she could have the flat to herself. Mum sometimes treated us as a hindrance, and then it was best to keep out of her way. We never sat around as a family watching TV or having dinner. I remember one night being woken up by a fireman while I was in bed. An alarm had gone off in the chip shop and they were evacuating the building. He got me outside and on the lawn, where Mum, my brother, the dogs and the budgie were all waiting, alongside Liz and Jamie, who had a sign round his neck that said, I must not shout fuck. I looked at Mum as I ran up to them. Shit, I forgot about you, she said. To be fair though, I was no angel when I was young, and my mum did work hard to provide for us. She just used to snap every now and then. I remember not folding my trousers properly, and she started smacking me. I literally pissed myself and had to sleep in my stained clothes. She came in during the middle of the night and said sorry. The next morning she realised you could see her handprints, and she packed me off to my granddad's house for a week to hide. My granddad, Reg Harrison, became a father figure to me. My grandma died when I was young, and I don't really remember her, but my granddad I will never forget. I loved him with all my heart. He provided the stability and love in my somewhat turbulent life. He had been in the RAF as well, leaving as a sergeant, and he was one of the most decent and kind people I have ever met. He used to take me driving in his blue Ford Escort. When we drove around a disused quarry, he'd let me steer. I remember being at his house one Halloween, looking out of the window, when I thought I saw a ghost. It frightened the life out of me. I grabbed a walking stick, ran outside and started beating it. It turned out to be my granddad in costume. When he came back in, he had a cracked nose and a black eye, but he was still laughing. He thought the whole thing was hilarious. That was my granddad all over. By the time I was seven, we'd moved home a few times. As a result, I changed schools a lot, which really didn't help me. I was constantly the new kid and therefore constantly picked on. I became more and more of a loner. Luckily, Mum then met Keith, whom she married when I was ten. He was in the RAF, but you really wouldn't have put the two of them together. He was fun and very country. He would take us to game fairs, where I'd be engrossed by the guns and the strange leafy get-ups. These turned out to be something called ghillie suits, a uniform with which I would, in time, become very familiar. It was around this age that I started to develop a real interest in nature. Just as I had in Cheltenham, I loved being out in the woods, and I now spent more and more of my time there. I saved up money and bought a Black Widow catapult, which I kept hidden behind the shed. I used to go into the woods and shoot cans with it. Never animals. I had a genuine respect for animals. Mum was working as a dog warden in Cheltenham when a better job offer came in. Keith's brother ran an animal shelter for a charity but was moving away, and Mum was asked if she wanted to take on responsibility for the shelter. It had two on-site bungalows, stables, three massive kennels for ten to fifteen dogs, ten sheds, outbuildings, and a lot of land. It was a fantastic opportunity for all of us, 
but for me in particular, there was one added bonus. As well as homing cats and dogs, it also cared for horses. It must have been through the country shows that I developed a real thing for horses. Not long after we moved into the animal shelter, Mum gave me my first one, Kipling. Just like that old Springfield rifle, Kipling and I were inseparable. I'd gladly get up early to sort him out, sit impatiently through my lessons at school, counting the minutes until I could race home and then take him out across the fields. He was a great horse, very loyal. Once we were out in the countryside, I'd dismount and walk, and he would just follow me. He never ran off. It wasn't long before I started to compete in jumping and team racing events. Kipling was just a hacking pony, unsuited to jumping, so I decided to borrow a bigger horse for my competitions, and I lent Kipling to a girl called Helen.